Fellas, fellas, fellas. No Label to Pod. Uh, Episode 22, I believe. Am I correct, David? Dose, dose. 22. How y'all boys feeling, man? Still in quarantine mode week. Who knows? <laughs> we, we in a, we in a, what's that, like purgatory? <laughs> that, that middle place where we don't man, have a purgatory. I'm hoping yeah, this shit is almost over, man. I really am. No, ain't no telling. Yeah. How, how, how has it <laughs> been affecting y'all, though? Like, this isn't, it's not anything to play with anymore. I mean, yeah, like, it's definitely, yeah, bro. I, for me, it's, I'm, I don't know, I'm, I hate to be that guy, but I feel like I've been socially, like, distancing myself, practicing that for a little bit. For like, years. For years. I've been, wa- been, for I've years. been washing my hands since I was taught to. Right. As well as my <laughs> Come in from the grocery store. You don't go right in to no. eat. Like you wash your hands. You know what I mean? Like it's you just, do that regardless. It's like for me. Like I don't mind the social distance, but I just want to be able to travel and do shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's the only thing that's like, like I normally stay in the house, but I like having the option to be able to do shit if I want to. Right. Yeah. Like now that you're telling me I have to stay, and I'm not feeling it. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, facts. Don't tell me what to do, fam. I was just showing him. Um, apparently, on Complex retweeted so. In Chicago, these kids was throwing a house party, and the fans <laughs> raided it, and it was a whole group of niggas like throwing a house party. What? Yeah, yeah. bro, it's people that's. Oh yeah, and to those people that was in my man's price and <laughs> his DMs, man, stop worrying about what we doing. Like we just previously said, we've been practicing social distancing. That's what we regularly do. Mm-hmm. We regularly wash our fucking hands. We regularly wash our ass, and. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're in his DMs and you smoke cigarettes, don't say nothing to me because you've been you've been killing yourself for a while. All of us in here are good, so don't worry about what we doing. And to the people that to the people that have been supporting us, saying that they appreciate the content during the quarantine, shouts out to y'all too. We will keep putting the content out. We're gonna keep potting. Ain't nothing gonna stop us, bro. They don't want to see us pot. They don't want to see us pot. They don't want to see us pot. But yeah, I just had to get that off my chest. <laughs> Yo, I want to make sure Dion send this to y'all too. <laughs> Even if y'all want to watch, go on Apple and Spotify and listen to it. Feel me? <laughs> but uh, what y'all boys been bumping this week? Oh, What's man. the vibes been, man? It's been a lot, honestly. Yeah, a lot, yes. I this is a heavy week. This yeah, is a heavy weekend. <laughs> yeah, actually week because people were dropping stuff early in the week. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I mean, right, I'm gonna I'm read what's in my most recent shit I've been listening to. All right, the new Uzi Sasuke, mm-hmm. the new Juice World, Righteous, mm-hmm. the Scott single. Mm-hmm. I've been playing the fucking No Way Out, Puff Daddy and the Family. The West Side shit, um, and still currency the green tape. Facts, mm, facts. That's clean. That's clean. Um, for me, it's been a lot of R&B, like heavy. I mean, I'm always listening to R&B. You already know. But... I already know the vibes. Right. But it's just been more like delving into older older music that I love, that I have a love for, that I delve back into from different eras, like from this time, from the 90s, from the 80s, from all over. So I, I could like list everything but it's too long it's too long a list so I just keep it brief like that yo I so mean, when you listen to R&B are you listening for like cause you are an R&B artist do you mm-hmm. listen for like inspiration or yeah. is it just like I'm in the mood to listen to R&B nah yeah you know? for me it's like I already have that a, 
of like that love for it first. Mm-hmm. So I love to hear it off rip, no matter when, no matter yeah. what type of mood I'm in. But especially as of late, I've been going towards it for more inspo and. So you've been going to like more classics and older stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, I've delved back into it more because I've noticed like when I got older, I kind of shied away from it. Mm-hmm. Not a lot, but um, it's been so there's so much music that drops in today's world, and it hits. We love it, you know what I mean. So it's like it's a part of our day to day, and you kind of like forget about the classics. You don't forget about them, but you know what I mean. You just don't yeah. you don't go to them as much. You so yeah, yeah, that too. That's, that's, that's what too. the music. That's what the music now too is like. You like a project, but you can't really sit with it and mm-hmm. take it all in in all forms because you got to get on to the next project. Right, right. And so, yeah. that's exactly how I feel, bruh. OD. What about you, Don? I've been bumping uh, that AI, the AI young boy, man. 38 Baby. Because he dropped 38 Baby, too. And then I've been going out, going back and I listen to his older stuff, too. So I've been listening to a lot of young boy this week. Like, leading up to 38 Baby, too, I was listening to his older stuff. Oh, and then, man. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was bumping that Kiss Five K Camp finally dropped, man. Interscope finally let my boy drop. Right, definitely didn't disappoint. We could talk about that. Did y'all listen to it? I was about to say I didn't know it. I, I didn't know it dropped. Oh my! I listened to some of them. I know it's gonna be fire. That's yeah, bro, I didn't know it dropped. Like, all right, I'll just talk about it now since we're not gonna get a chance to. Yeah, uh, definitely his best project to me. And this just is off of bro, two days of listening. So long, so Yo, bro. You've been missing out because he's <laughs> yeah. been dropping some shit for the past two years. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. but bro, because you know how when I listen to albums, I I'll download the album, but then I add each one to my library that I like, so I kind of know whenever I go back to it, bro. Every song on her, I added it to the library. That's right. like flawless, bro. Damn. In terms of like each song, I like each song. I can if I play this album, there will be no skips. I'm gonna just be playing it. That's the, the only reason I'll be skipping is because I just want to hear another song more. It's not because I don't like that song. That's dope. Yeah, bro. I definitely. And, and he's continued on with the same vibe he's been on from. Because you said you like the Ice Cold record that I put in the one playlist. Mm-hmm. Bro, the whole album is like that. Damn there. <laughs> yeah, man. I didn't even know that he. I'm. I'm OD mad because yeah. I should have I I saw that. Yeah, because we talked about it like a while ago when they weren't letting him release his project because his own Renegade Lottery song was blowing up mm-hmm. and like blowing up on TikTok and everything and they still weren't letting him release the project. This was the project I was talking about. So well, good shit, K. Good yeah, shit, Yeah, I'm definitely K-K. happy about that. But now, what you been listening to? Shit. Uh, I've been bumping that new T-Pain. T-Pain dropped a single with Chris Brown. I've been bumping that joint. Uh... Earl Sweatshirt got the single. Really? Yeah, Earl Sweatshirt. I was bumping that shit. It's always good to hear Earl. Uh, wow. I play those in the Scots. Uh, 38 Baby 2. I didn't do the whole thing yet, but it's not like classic NBA. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Fabio, he, he dropped, he oh, dropped yeah. the tape. That, I listened to that. That joint's cool. It's like, yeah. it's his sound. You know what I'm saying? Like, How many tracks? Uh, it's like, it's like eight, eight, eight or nine. Yeah, eight, I like that. something in that range. Yeah, yeah no. damn. Yeah, yeah I think it was like twenty some minutes, if that. Mm-hmm. You rocked nice. it. Yeah, I like a couple tracks on there. I only, I only got to listen to it once though. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I didn't really like yeah. really get to sit with it because all the tracks on there kind of like they're in the same. Yeah, they all the kind of like yeah, big they, drip. Like yeah. that's his sound. That's his split. Yeah, so so like, all them joints bang. Yeah, I'm like, I, I, I rock with them like shit. Mm-hmm. 
That shit sound good. Uh, what else? What's the track with her called? My bad, but uh, yeah. Whole World featuring a rapper named Maxo. Okay, where? Yeah, he's been featured on some of his stuff before, right? I think so. It's it's familiar. It's familiar, but like. Wait, Max O'Cream? Not yeah, nah. not Max O'Cream. Oh, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> That's why I was like, that was the first song I named. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, I was like, Max, Max O'Cream. I was about to say that was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, Yo, back, back to the Fabio joint though. Yeah, he yeah. got a track with me going there. They didn't really care for it, man. No, I ain't gonna hold you. A lot of people yeah. like it, but I was because like with Fabio's energy and his sound, a me. Meek on that track, bro. You just expect him to take it to a whole another level because that's yeah, because that's kind of like his background. Mm-hmm. But I won't really. I mean, I, like I said, I only heard it once, so but I don't really feel it, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I just have no appreciation for the dude because it's like I, I fuck with like I love that whole it because it, it reminds me of I always think of him and I always think of pop because like mm-hmm. hearing this thing sounds you gonna make music that sound like this. I'm fucking with it like. Yeah, it's like, dude, that's your sound. Like, use it. Use it. Yeah. That shit. Uh, what else? Today was TDE Appreciation Week. Yeah. So yeah, boy, solo. Yeah, he started, he sparked <laughs> off the week kind of crazy. I was like, yeah, that's what I need. I thought I need all that. Uh, all the tracks that they dropped was pretty good. Like, yeah. That Reason track was tough, bro. Man. Might not make it. I didn't get to listen to any of them. Yo, I, I thought it was. I thought he, he dropped the album. <laughs> I thought he was dropping the album. Just how he was kind of like yeah. presenting, presenting it. Yeah. Yo, he's yeah. definitely. He definitely got something coming, bro. Oh, yeah. yeah. All the yeah. singles he's been dropping and feature placements he's been on. Mm-hmm. He definitely has something it's coming. Definitely. Oh, I know he was talking. To, uh, I don't say he's arguing with like like top and like punching him, but like he was concerned about like I know y'all go about doing got music a certain way but I'm a newer I'm a newer artist I'm buzzing you can't just throw me on the shelf cause like they like mm-hmm. do, they do things in a very structured way like one person at a time dropping and he's just like yo I'm buzzing right now you gotta let me drop you can't make me wait in line with everybody else but then it's kinda like mm-hmm. if it ain't broke don't fix it right that's true too so it's like they, they, that was their little I know they had a little little issue with that but if you making you still making good music so shit like yeah. I, I say I say run with momentum I think what they should do for him is he needs to get like yeah the Revenge of the Dreamers that was a big placement but he needs like either Kendrick need to release a single or SZA somebody to where he's on the feature and he bodies it to where people go back and listen to his old project because his old project is still tough to me yeah. and I don't think enough people have heard it you think he needs that lucrative name though to kind of yeah I think push him up there because I think when people listen because his singles don't really represent the type of artist he is mm-hmm. like all of his singles are more like turn up rapidly rap stuff like he can't rap but he's more of like a storyteller mm-hmm. so on his album he does a lot of storytelling you really get to learn more about him his upbringing like he hooped in college a lot of his family was gangbangers but he didn't take that route you know shit like that but he you're not gonna know that from his singles his singles um, pay him to be a completely different artist to me so I think they need to put more light on him so that people can listen to that old joint before he dropped anything else in terms of projects. Word. Noted. Um, I think uh, y'all know who Bishop Neru is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard the name. Tried the single with uh with Matt Doom. Didn't he do a whole? He did a whole take before. Yeah, I think he's gonna come out with another take with him too. So uh, it's always good to hear Matt Doom. That's so shit. weird. That's so crazy because I went through like. MF Doom's mm-hmm. discography. That's really weird. <laughs> I did not know he dropped new shit. Mm-hmm. That shit, that shit tough. And I think the last new shit I've been listening to is uh, Ratch. He had a single out called Whip Out. 
That's something you just play. That's that your boy, right? <laughs> wild yeah. boy. He's wild. fucking wild. Crazy as <laughs> Crazy, <laughs> bro. Yeah. He makes a heat. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, yeah. Me and yeah, y'all yeah. listen to that Juice track, the Juice World track? Yeah, Righteous. Yeah, Righteous. Yeah, that drink hard, bro. Yeah. I like that a lot. Bro, that that man probably has so many songs unreleased. Yeah. Because he would record, like... It upsets me. 30, like, he would probably do 30 songs a day. Yeah. Yeah, so it's definitely, like, he's definitely, his album's going to be dropping. Mm-hmm. And, like, have, well, yeah, go ahead. He's going to be like pot. <laughs> Every year, we probably going to get a Juice World album. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Hopefully. I'll be lit. Yeah. Oh, man. Because that song, Righteous, is fire. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Smino dropped a tape. A mixtape. It's not on streaming services though. Uh, it's Sound, on, SoundCloud. Yeah, SoundCloud and on his website. Mm-hmm. That joint is fire though, bro. You Everybody heard it? was posting it. You heard it? I heard one time, but I can't. I can't like put my two cents on it because I only listened to it one time. Nah, I, and I don't think it's gonna be on streaming services either. Yeah. yeah. What is the vibe like? It's <sighs> he was he was definitely in his rap bag a lot. Like it's it's Smino. Smino just right. a hella versatile artist. He's gonna give you mad stuff on his project. So. He basically just all the different sides of Smino. That's what's on his project. Yeah, it was, yeah. yeah, that's the best way to describe it. Like he got Obviously. his melodic stuff. He rapped. He did his little baby voice on there. He got the auto tune. He sung like a little yeah. bit of everything. He went off. Yeah. <laughs> like in short, the man literally just went off. Because he got a lot of freestyles on her. He got oh, he got some T Pain too. Because all over my Twitter, man, ladies are loving it. Yeah. <laughs> so man, I gotta check it out. But yeah, yeah he got a freestyle on. Roddy Rich is the box. He called the song Jamie Box. That shit was low key hard. Yeah. <laughs> and then he got, he went off of Baby Keem's Orange Soda. The song is called Black Soda. Yeah, I got it. That beat is so hard. Anybody could go. Like, yeah. yeah. He went off of Meg, this, Meg the Stallion Savage, called the song Cabbage. Right. He went crazy <laughs> on this take, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to check that out. It's on SoundCloud. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, it came out. He released it on a rant. Oh, he released it on 420. And Wiz dropped on 422. Yeah, I gotta listen to that. The Saga, right? Yeah, the Saga. Or Saga. Listen to it, yeah. Nah, because Wiz's last mixtape with Max B on the cover, that shit was my. Like, when it came out, remember I was sending mm-hmm. you them songs? That mm-hmm. shit was my shit. Yeah. So Wiz been dropping some heat. Yeah, Do y'all know who SOB RBE is? I heard yeah, of them. No. Yeah, they dropped. Um, well, two of the members, they dropped the project together. Then the other dude dropped an individual project same day. So it's kind of like they dropped. Oh, yeah. yeah. Giant, like, so it's three of them? Well, originally there was four. Mm-hmm. Who dropped? Yeah, it was... Um, the baby? The boy? Yeah, it was the boy, Young T.O., Slimmy B., and Lil G. Lil G, like, he had mad legal problems. He was always on, pro- like, he was on probation and house arrest and all that. So when they got popping, because they got popping, because they had a song on the Black Panther soundtrack, just mm-hmm. them with Kendrick mm-hmm. on the hook, and that's how I found out about him. But him, like when they got popping, we're doing interviews, touring, and all that. He couldn't travel or anything because he was on house arrest or probation, or he had like some sort of restriction, so he wasn't really around. And lately, he hasn't been on any of the projects. Damn, mm. that's unfortunate. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, all of them they're kind of doing like they Wu Tang thing to where they're like they're still a group, but they all each individually release their own projects too, mm, and like two of them released a collab project. Um, that's dope. Young To and the Boy, they released a collab. What's the name of it? You said the Demon name. Demon and Mufasa. That's kind of like the alter egos they use. And then Slimmy B dropped the project Time to Shine, which is the third member. 
You said the name is Sobre. S O B R E. S O B R B E. Oh. So S O B with an X and then R B E. Mm. So SOB was originally the boy and Slimmy B, like they grew up together. So that was their little group. And then RBE was the other people. And then they just came Mesh. together. Yeah. Mm. They're from the Bay. Dope. Yeah. I like them a lot. So it was definitely bumping that too. Put that in the chat. I got you. So what I want to talk about first topic is all these mixtapes that's been getting put on the streaming services now, man. Yes. Got my boy Hendrix, 56 Nights, Beast Mode. Uh, What's the other one? Purple Rain. Purple Rain. Wale uh, put Falorin on there. Purple Rain might as well. They're like albums, then. They're yeah. album yeah. quality, so. And yeah. this week, Trey Songz just put Anticipations 1 and 2, which is his mixed R&B mixtape series. Yeah, now I picked up that phone. <laughs> yeah, now yeah. I picked up that phone. Damn. Um, it was some other joints, too. I mean, I don't know if this is just because I never added it to my music. Library, but Meek's Dream Chasers was the, was, was his Dream Chasers it's been always back on there? And, like it'll be on there and they'll take it off. It'll be on there to take it off. Cause I I went like I think it was like two days ago. I went to go check his profile and I saw it. It was there, so I yeah. added all three. Oh, they got all of them on there. Yeah, they got all three. One, two, and three. Yeah. I just know he had one on there before, and it was back and forth. Yeah, no, oh, I, that's oh, good. Really? That. Well, must be a good night for me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, had, I saw that too, bro. I was like, I gotta have this. Oh, yeah, for a fact. They need, yo, when they get all of them, like from that to that fifth days, like in Lil Wayne's mixtape, oh, when man. Lil Wayne decides to put all his mixtapes, he's the richest man. Like, bro, he'll already be. Bro, that shit is gonna be crazy. I, I was doing some uh, searching, like, y'all seen Gucci Man got all his old mixtapes on there, bro. bro. Really? I think mean, he got all the only one I didn't. I think I even seen uh, like Will Chamberlain and all that shit. Yes, bro. Oh, like Will Chamberlain. One through however many. Oh, yeah. Like, that's wild. Yeah, bro. They, they, they hooked him up. That's yeah, good. I noticed that. I noticed that like a month ago or a couple weeks. He got the bird prints on there. Yeah, bro. The movies, the series. Yeah, damn. Writings on the wall, all that. They want him to have access. They want us to have access, man. So what what mixtapes are y'all looking forward to being on streaming services? Like, since it's becoming a thing, people are putting it, all their music on there. Yeah. Which ones are y'all like? I can't wait to this drink. Oh, Apple, Spotify, just, Wayne, probably just um, Wayne's entire get like. Well, no, dedication two is already on there, right? <laughs> what? No way. Or maybe it's just in my library and it just shows me that. Yeah. I know they have the leak is on there. That's all I know of from his. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it's I don't think it's like you probably already had it yeah. on I'm your about to say. Yeah, but then probably that one dedication too. Definitely mm-hmm. dedication. Uh, what else would y'all say? I was saying outside of Wayne, I want to see why I get the rest of his joints up there. Like uh, mixtape about, about nothing. Mm-hmm. I drank. Oh yeah, yeah. without the breakup song and all that. Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. That's a classic. classic. Yeah, that is a classic, day, bro. That Falorn mixtape is retarded. I remember when that dropped. We were, I think, we was junior, young year, junior year. It was junior year. Bro, I was playing that mixtape religiously. Was it junior year? Yeah, 2012. Yeah, it was. 2012. I, I was I, playing the mixtape about nothing religiously on the bus ride and J. Cole shits. What's the one, what's the one after the mixtape about nothing? I can't remember the name. It has the blue cover. More about nothing. More about nothing. Mm-hmm. I played that one a lot. More about nothing yeah. was my shit. More about yeah. nothing and for Lawrence, probably my two favorite Wale mixtapes, definitely. Mm-hmm. 
Um, what else? I want to. I want to see J Cole's. J Cole's Friday night. Friday night lights. Oh my god! If he put the Truly Yours series, the series is on there too. That whole series. Yeah. Any given Sundays. Jeez. Come on, Cole. Bro, Friday Night Lights though might be like one. It's it's definitely in my top five for mixtapes for sure. Like no question. No top three for me. (laughs) Oh, Drake needs to put out comeback season. Oh yeah, yeah. That's my favorite. That's my favorite Drake tape. Yeah, me either. It's on. I heard some songs. Yeah, that's my favorite Drake tape. I'm definitely looking forward to the soul tapes. Mm-hmm. If I put they the soul fabs. tapes on there, I don't think so. I haven't seen them on there, but if I put the soul tapes, he has he has there is no competition on there. Like some of some yeah. of the songs, it's not all of them though. Yeah, not not the soul tapes though. It's only on yeah. uh, like definitely need the soul tapes on there. Yeah. Uh, I will look forward to Ty Dolla Sign Sign Language being on there. That's your, isn't that one of your favorite projects? Hell yeah. That's tough. Shout out to my guy, Cool Boy. He put me on. Uh, what, uh, you know, I want to hear uh, Tiger's. Right. Mm. I want to say Rack City. Was that Rack City? Oh, no, Tiger uh, got some well, well done series. Yeah, that's when Tiger was that Tiger boy. Tiger was yeah. nice. Yeah. On that well done series, yeah. bro. Yeah, bro. What? So, like, what do you think happened? That like, snapback era. Yeah. But, like, what do you think happened? Like, I used to really rock with Tiger back then. Yeah. yeah. I just thought he was corny. Like, like more stuff kept coming out about I him. I think like, it was the, yeah. after Kylie, like, niggas was just looking at him different. Um, but I think they was, they was kind of, he was, because he was falling off before that. Well, mind you, he's he's back on now. Like, okay. he's yeah, making well, he's hits now. Make money regardless. Yes. Yeah, he's making hits. He's back to making hits now. Yeah. He kind of found his lane. But I think it was because he was trying to be like he was trying to run with a little bit of a gangster yeah. type vibe, mm-hmm. and everybody was just like, they got videos of him, his parents being super rich in Cali. Like, yeah, it was just like, fam, you ain't got with nothing but white yeah. people. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> it was just like cut this act. Cut it out. Cut the shit, buddy. Cut we we shit. like him. We like him, bro. Just like be yourself. Bro. Right. Like, he fell off, and then he 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 came back and was crazy. Because now he's being himself, right? Like Don Sadie. He's not making shit, really. He making them strip club anthems. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's making strip club anthems in, in California, living in the hills. That's what he's been about. That's what he's doing. He's eating. Yeah, I remember he had that show on, uh, was it MTV2? I never watched it. I did. Yeah. <laughs> was it was it lit? Yeah, it was cool. I liked it. Yeah, I never saw that because it came on. <laughs> it came on either right before or right after Mac show. Because remember, Mac had a show too. Mm. Mac Miller, R.I.P. They, they should put Mac shows on Apple Music. Shows? Yeah. Or oh, on some type of streaming yo, service, Netflix or something. Like. Faces. Mac Miller oh, faces. Yeah. If they put that on streaming, bro. Oh, yeah. <sighs> oh my gosh, that took me back real quick. Bro. Yeah. Faces, bro. Faces was a moment. Damn, bro, it's so good. But I feel like when I would hear it now, I'd look at it different. Cause he was fucking. That was when he was like the most on his drugs. Yeah, true. Every yeah. song was about <laughs> coke bars, but like it was fire. It's you know, fire. but it's like fire. damn, like. Um, when you listen to that Juice track, it's kind of the same thing, too. Really? You can hear it heavy in there. It's yeah. kind of like, it's real airy listening to it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's fire. So That's why I was still saying. Bumping it. it makes me, it, like, hearing that track, bro, gets me tight, bro. Because I'm like, yo, this man, he was, he was, he was a baby with it. You know what I mean? Like, man, was mad young, bro. Like, we got, what, four years on him, three years on him? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he, like he didn't even touch our age yet. Like that's sick to think about. 
People, people be forgetting, bro. Tupac died when he was 25. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that blow. Yeah. <laughs> what was, what was Biggie? Like 24? Biggie was 24. That blows my mind. Because mm-hmm. you were always assuming that they yeah, were way older. Yeah, bro. It's not about it's not about the the, the hits and all that shit, bro. It's like when you being authentic and you really like being yourself, that shit, it, it, it hit different. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. people still talk about pop pop legacy still going to this day, like. 25. Both of them. Guy when he was 25, had bad movies, was working his ass off. Bro, all yeah. that knowledge he had, and yeah. working his ass off. And he just his really view on too. the world, having that view like that at 25. Right. Especially at that time, for a black man at that time to have that type of mentality was. You ever watch an interview rare. when he was like, I want to say he was like 14 or 14? Yeah, when he was like in um, that art school and shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, bro, hearing him talk even then was like, damn, like. You was just thinking different. Like, yeah, he was. He was really like just an impactful dude. Like, there's a reason why people uphold him. Like, bro, you believe? Like, even if you don't necessarily agree with you, what, what what he's saying in the interviews, you believe that he believes that. Like, when you see it in his eyes, bro, like the intensity when he's talking. I don't know. That shit is just. He's, you know, it's, it's coming a from a genuine. Feeling, you know, yeah. it's coming from a genuine spot. Like he means what he said. Like mm-hmm. what he's saying, it's actually a, who he is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's, it's no, it's no, it's no faking that out or trying to just. Yeah. That's who he is. Yeah, and you can't hide. You can't hide behind numbers when it comes to shit like that. Bro. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. They didn't have a, a every album didn't go platinum, but people. You people felt him. Mm-hmm. That's the same thing today. With, like, they still yeah, feel him. Yeah. Same shit with Nipsey. Like. It is like it, it just ties in because like me and my boy, uh, my boy Kari, he had we had uh, we passed out. Um, he had an orchid organization called Candles in the Sun. We passed out gloves and face masks like at different schools and yeah, I seen that. Shout out to Kari. Yeah, in downtown. Um, the impact, like the impact, like the impact was just felt like you could feel people was genuinely happy. Like yeah, we could have went to went to a hospital just. Gave a thousand. Oh, y'all can't get masks, huh? And just gave it to one place, and it's like, okay, cool. Yeah. But like, no, we went to specific spots. Yeah, y'all was touching really the people. Need them. Yeah. Like, like homeless people, like they not people not giving them stuff. People not right. And it's like really like making an impact, and they felt that, and like people was recording videos that was doing it, and it was like it, it was going up because it's like people really felt it was coming from a genuine place, and that shit it, it makes a difference. It makes a huge difference. Oh, do you? Yeah, because he did a he did some Thanksgiving stuff like around the holidays, some Christmas stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had like a sports camp or a football camp over the summer too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he definitely been trying to touch the people and yeah, shout out the candles in the sun. Yeah, be an inspiration to the youngins out here. Yeah, facts. Save your neighborhood, man. Facts. Hashtag that. <laughs> facts, y'all. So any artists who like they y'all want y'all want to make y'all want to last that long like.
statement mm-hmm. or like he said name dropping and because trendy don't last yeah yeah it'll be there's always here, a new trend right mm-hmm. it'll just go only one pot alright mm-hmm. well technically it's two pot <laughs> get it two <laughs> pot <laughs> uh, so what boys gonna talk about man what do y'all how do y'all feel about like I heard this dude talking and he was talking about how you know how important like marketing branding is in hip hop right now music in general yeah like he was talking about how when it became when everything got shifted kind of like that marketing it's like it really don't matter if you can rap it's like if you can market he was talking about how that uh, it kills creativity and how it's like people who are creative they don't feel like they can I agree, get supported because it's not quote unquote marketable because it's not scene or analytics and shit like that. I was just curious, like, what's y'all, what's y'all take on that? Like, yeah, I think, like, being marketable can kill creativity. Well, I know for me, like, 100%, like, for me, like, when I'm feeling creative, I'm not really, I don't want to market myself, you know what I mean? Like, it's not something I really focus on, mm-hmm. or I've never really had that mind to do it. And it, it takes, it's a whole job, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. social media is just like a, so it, that is a, that's very true because most most creative people aren't going to be the main ones. You know what I mean? I mean, unless you're Steve Jobs or some shit like that. Right. Most people are either, you know what I mean, more on the creative side or more on the analytics, you know what I mean, the numbers. Right. So that's it. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. 100%. I, I, I'm just like, because I don't, I don't like create music. So it's like, I just, I wouldn't want to have to think about like, okay, when I'm writing this, are people going to, is this gonna sell? Yeah, I just I think you should just organically just create and say what you feel, make the music however you want, and yeah. feel whatever emotion you're going through at the time, and then worry about the marketing and all that after the fact. Yeah, because this is what happens with me. Like, like market around the music, or market around what you already created. Don't yeah. go in there creating thinking how you're gonna market and brand and do right. all that shit. That shit is yeah. slimy. It's like yeah, you're gonna go create. You're gonna go crazy. You're not being real. Like yeah. you're not. Yeah, like if, like if you go on organically and say you might happen to say a line that you came up with, not thinking about marketing or anything, but you know, like, at a show, oh, nah, they're going to go up, like, at a show for this. So right. I'm going to make sure I put emphasis on this line. And that's different than yeah. going in and purposely saying something right. so people can. Right. If it just it happens naturally, if it comes, it comes. Facts. People are trying to make TikTok songs or songs. Yeah. But yeah, like, like Nelson was saying, like, that's kind of. Because it's it's two different. No, I think Dion said it's two different sides of the street. It's like you got the creative people and you got the analytical and business minded people. Mm-hmm. And some people they are in the middle. Some people can wear multiple hats. Yeah. But like when you're just a strictly creative like that, that's when you really gotta have a team that you trust. Mm-hmm. Because like people who are just naturally creative and only about the creative side, they get taken advantage of a lot too. Yeah. Because oh, they're not, because sure. they're not thinking about the business. They are all about the art. That's what they love. Yeah, because they're doing what they love to yeah. do. That's crazy. And you're wearing a purple durag. This one makes me bring this up. But my, last night, my mom was watching uh, this Prince um, tribute. You know, there was tribute and Prince, and I was just mm. thinking, like, they said his first five albums on the label, he's played all instruments on all songs, produced all songs. Mm -hmm. So he was strictly creative, you know what I mean? And as we learned later on, he he was getting raped financially, you know what I mean? So it's just crazy, bro. Like Purple Rain, 1990, all those albums came from the label and they just was just, they was like, yep, he's a creative genius, but we're gonna, we're gonna own all that shit. That's how they go. 
Bro, yeah. he and they know that he's not even thinking about right. that side because he's just in the studio twenty four seven. They try to take advantage of that shit. Yeah, right. bro, that shit is slimy, right. super yeah. slimy. It's, 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 it's important to have like people who you manage you. Like a lot of people, you gonna see their family members be coming in, but like they try to keep the same people they had coming in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that shit could get nasty. Yeah, like when it comes to when it comes to the artists, they need to have a team that that's all bought in on their vision. Because in that way, they know, like, say we got us four in the room. We're just going to say Nelson's the artist and shout out to our already artist. Mm-hmm. Nelson's the artist. He's a rapper. Like, like we know Nelson's going to meet a manager. So somebody's going to have to be the manager. We know he's going to need a lawyer. So, all right, Dion, you're going to go to law school. You know? <laughs> yeah, Shit like yeah. that. So, yeah. yeah all right. That's kind of what Drake and um, OVO did. Yeah. yeah. LeBron yeah. did that. Yep. Yeah, LeBron did it. Put his people in place. Mm-hmm. He like, yo, Mav, we gonna need you to do this. What Mav go to school for? Exactly what they doing now. So mm-hmm. that's how LeBron actually did it the best, man. LSC, he's yeah. like the blueprint for that shit. Because yeah. a lot of people try to put their friends in place in all types of industries and flops. like try and come up with your people and it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Not even just that. LeBron is literally, think about how long LeBron's been famous. We never heard of this nigga. Scan, no scandal. No, you never seen him drinking and drinking. Nothing, bro. Seriously. And he's been the poster child of basketball since 17. Bro. Discipline that takes, though. Yeah. that His discipline is on a completely different level. Or or he's running with the mob and they can just hide all <laughs> evidence at all times and never something happens. true. Because, bro, you guys, he was on magazines and in magazines and shit at 12. Yeah. Like, nah, not 12. Young boy. Not 12. Yeah, bro. No, he talked about it on, it was a uh, shots. The, it, when he was on the cover of Sports Illustrated? Yeah, that and then there was. I said that wasn't until. It was at least fourteen. Yeah, I'm about to say that wasn't until high school. Well, I remember it was. I was watching the shop, and he had mentioned like he was very, very young, like before he was sixteen type thing. That he was in that light already. Like, yeah. If you you ever seen his more than a game documentary? No. You never seen never that? Saw that? No. More than a game. With him and his um, high school teammates? Yes, you have. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, so like he was I in the spotlight. I thought it was like a new. Yeah, so he was in the spotlight like prior to high school. I would say, so yeah, like yeah, twelve. The AAU team. Yeah, because yeah. the AAU team. But I was, I was, I thought you were talking about the magazine where he was on the cover and all. No, 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 not that. Where it said, like, where it said the chosen one. No, no, he was getting like a lot of public yeah. eye though that early. Yeah, like that's crazy, yeah. bro. That alone is already. What's tough. the name to get publicity like the uh, Marbury? His documentary uh, on the island. I want to. I need to watch uh, that. Sebastian Telfer. Remember you ever yeah. see him? Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. I used to yeah. thought he was about to be in that boy. Bro, I thought yeah. he was going. <laughs> bro, he was about to be was the second AI, bro. Yo, second he coming. Was, he was crazy though. He, no, was. He, was. He, was. he was. He was nice. Yeah, he was more street though. He was more street. Yeah, to, like in high school, he was nice. Oh well, yeah, that's what I mean. but this, this, yo, listen. He was under six feet. He was like five ten, going mm-hmm. from high school to the league. That's yeah. that's cr- nobody has ever came from high school <laughs> under six feet from coming from high school to the league ever, bro. Yeah, that's tough. So what? That's I- a fact. That's nah. tough. Yes, yes. How tall is Lou Will? Who? Six. Lou Will. Lou Will's definitely over six feet. feet. Yeah, barely, right? He, he might be like six two for real. Yeah, because he's a shooting guard, bro. And what does that mean? Hey, I was a shooting guard. He's like five <laughs> eleven. He shorter than that. I seen him in the mall. All right, so you're <laughs> yeah. my point even more. <laughs> but I'm Lou Will not. Lou Will is over six feet. Yeah, I know that. Six feet, bro. Yeah, yeah. Right. but like, yeah, like the a kid from Coney Island, dot bro. Watch that. Like it, it's because like he was so. I gotta watch that. That's he was so. Uh, he was what is street. it? Like he was what so did you watch street. it on? Uh, 
Amazon Prime. Like Amazon Prime, you gotta pay, you gotta pay like five dollars. I literally just, I'm not still got Amazon Prime. Yo, it's, it's it's definitely worth it, and it, it's like it give you a good timetable, just like what was going on and just how he was impacted with everything. My man got statues in China and all that shit, though. Yeah, man, he's a legend. With or without shoes, though, Dave. So, <laughs> for, for the listeners, David just showed me his phone. It says Lou Will six one. Yeah, I mean, I, that's that's gotta be that's gotta be without shoes. <laughs> that's gotta be with socks. That's gotta be. How many pairs of socks? <laughs> yeah, he's over. All six important. <laughs> Regardless, bro, you know what Hoopers they wear mad pairs of socks. I used to wear two pairs. Yeah, double up, bro. I'm fucking. So yeah, we got we got on a tangent back to the marketing thing. Yeah, for sure. Like, I, like I, I definitely, I definitely believe like it's because I've been in those conversations with artists where it's like, okay, we got to figure out how we gonna market this, and it's like, it's not. I, I wish, I wish it was easy, easy enough. Like, yo, this is really good, and we can just put it out there. But like in this climate, you really just you can't. So yeah. So how did you, how did you go throughout that process with the artists, like y'all team? How did y'all construct that or figure it out? Shit, we see what the theme of the album was. Like what is it, what it make us feel like, and then we create around that. So if it's like okay, it's giving me artsy vibes. Okay, we need to we need to do some shit around Allentown. We need to like pass out flyers around Allen. We need to uh, hang outside of the, where the Bo State campus is, right across from the art gallery. Like we need to get pictures around there. We need to um, just really like try to include roll, yourself and shit. Yeah, like have the rollout match the, mm-hmm. the sound so like the whole thing mm-hmm. so it's just like everything so everything connects it's like we had um we found uh the raven vanguard house so then we had to listen yo to that me. house is fire insane that joint is crazy. <laughs> insane remember like, was there yeah uh, i've never been there uh so like that match That's the, uh, the cover like the cover art was crazy so it was like it the different elements of that's where y'all had the listening session at right yeah and that shit it was just it was just a dope experience it, but it matched everything it made sense mm-hmm. like you wouldn't have a, like an NBA young boy like joint you wouldn't have to listen to Brady there you know what yeah. I mean <laughs> it's like no it's him but it's like it's just a different song mm-hmm. right it's just like like now whenever we whenever I'm listening to something it's like okay we have to make sure it matches and something that can kind of I don't say be trendy, but like something people can feel like they're a part of, like a moment. Like, yeah. So as long as like we can connect people with each other and to the to the music itself, like that's I feel like that's the whole point. So yeah, it's it's definitely like it's definitely interesting just to just to even approach music that way because sometimes you want to listen to music and just enjoy it. Mm-hmm. It's like you kind of gotta like take off you just listening ears and it's like right. oh oh you spit this bar about this this is the bar that stood out so let's maybe create an idea uh, of I'll say some promotion around this like, and yeah it's just you just gotta like kind of know how to listen for the, the music will tell you everything you need to know about market in my in my opinion it's like the music will tell you how to do it so the Music definitely comes first, and we can all agree yeah, on that. Like, yeah. as long as you let the music come first, that's when you'll be able, you'll be able to have it be successful in my in my eyes. It's like we see market like labels and shit. They're like, well, well, we know TikTok is popping. So before you make this album, you need to know we gonna have need something on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the single, the single's gonna like have this. to involve a dance and a chorus. Oh my yeah. god! Oh my god! 
So do y'all money. think? That sounds awful. Like I'm not even gonna ask it. We can keep going. That sounds awful. Yeah, but it's like it puts artists in tough positions because it's like, do I want to be creative? I want to be able to live off my art, but I also like I want to make good music. Right, you want to be inte- you want to have a good integrity. And that's when it come down to knowing your contract and knowing what you're worth. If you listen to No Label, you already know that's what we all about. It says it in the name. Kind of self-explanatory. Mm-hmm. But what I want to talk about was this recent, because, you know, IG Live has been a thing since the cold quarantine. And one of the recent exchanges was, well, for one, French and Jim Jones squashed their beef, longtime beef, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. murder beef. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's so definitely so. monumental. And they did it through, y'all know what Cocaine City is, right? Which was French, French's platform. That's what he came up on. So they kind of did like a Cocaine City thing on there. Yeah. But he said he also wanted to squash beef with 50. Because he said he don't even really, he don't even really know why 50 still even bothers like beef with him. Because mm-hmm. he's like the beef is from a long time ago. French said he'd been over it, but everybody knows how petty 50 is. Yeah. And then another beef that French has gotten into is with Thug. <laughs> so y'all seen the pattern I'm going with. <laughs> y'all seen the pattern I'm going with. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. yeah. So a beef with Thug was supposed to be because French said he doesn't have beef with Thug either. But I want to get to the root of it, which was him saying that he could um make more hits than or he got more hits than yeah. He, he said that he said that if him and Kendrick were on a festival stage, he would give him a run for his money as far as hits goes. Do y'all agree? <laughs> Bro, no, this is, you know, <laughs> like, bro, on a festival, like on a festival stage, yeah, like you, uh, French may have, like, right, with having the crowd yeah, engaged, yeah, he'll like, probably have a good four, like four or five songs, like crazy, but like people on Kendrick's side, like he can go through it. His plays whole album, and people gonna go crazy. Go okay, so I'm take let's take it outside of the festival setting. So we're gonna take it outside of the festival setting, and we're gonna say that this is just for people who actually know music. So this isn't mainstream. This is for people who actually know music and know knows French's real catalog. So do you think that he can compete with Kendrick in like, let's just say, uh, what are they calling now? The beat battles, a catalog battle. I mean, yeah. he would compete, but Kendrick would obviously yeah. win. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but he would compete. He yeah, would keep but the crowd engaged and the audience engaged. Yeah, you know, he got some. He got. A, he got. A and, strong, well, he had a strong core. And to his French's credit, he did say like, "Yo, like I'm an artist. Like you asked me, to, yeah. I'm, like, I'm not gonna just exactly out. right, right. Especially to a whole nother. Right. Especially somebody within the same game that you're in. You know, right. exactly. Right. Like, it's not like it was like a singer rapper. Like nah, like these are two rappers. What the like say to him? You say you say you got a pool. Everybody got a pool. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody got a pool, man. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, rap, rap is a competitive sport. Like, what are you supposed to be like? Nah, Kendrick could wash me. Like, when did, right, it, when right. did, when did it become not right. cool to stand up for yourself? Right, right. It's like, if you, if no matter what the controversy is, if you stand up for yourself, apparently it's not cool anymore. I don't, I really don't understand that. Yeah. Everybody want to have an opinion. Yeah, right. But that's why I always say, because it is like that, when you, when you do get in front of a camera, you got something to state. Or if somebody asks you a question, you really gotta let it be known on where you're coming from. Because everybody, like I said before, people understand what you're saying verbally, but then people really don't understand understand what you're trying to say. You know they, what I mean? They hear you, but they, they don't understand you. you. Right. But yeah. they don't really know what place you're coming from. So to get that out, you gotta and that was a problem that Ye had. I know I'm going all over the place, but I know that's a problem that Ye had too. New billionaire. 
Yeah, right. I was brought up to bring it up. Like, bro, like, things that he was saying before, people are, you know, networks and stuff are posting, oh, he called this out. He called, it's like, yeah, like, this was the during the time when y'all were saying the man was crazy and everything. Like, yeah, he was on opioids and he was, you know, it was prescribed, you know, to him and whatnot, but he wasn't in his own sanity. But what he was saying, me and you, we always talked about it. And I know we've, we've had mm-hmm. all three of us would talk about how, yeah, he's just misunderstood because of how he says something or what he's saying people just can't, they can't see it so he and he was saying that after he got off the opioids kind of what i'm saying now like listen i i, I would like to during interviews he would always like kind of prep himself before he answered a question kind of think about it. he's like i have to i want to think this over because i don't want to give you the wrong answer i want to give the right answer to people right. you know so i can show them really where i'm coming from instead of just coming out and just saying it even mm-hmm. though he might be coming out and saying something the way how he's saying it. He knows it's coming from a good spot or he knows where he's trying to put across the point that he's trying to put across. But a lot of people can't really see it all the time because he's just coming out saying something without having an explanation to it. Um, so I know I kind of went off on a tangent, but I needed to just because mm-hmm. I think that is, you know, going back to French, to a French situation, like he just came out and like it was just natural for him to, to stand for himself because that's who he is naturally and they mm-hmm. run with it and right. they're like and, oh Frank said he could be Kendrick Frank's right. sitting on Kendrick right but now you see him now coming coming in these different videos kind of going back on what he said to kind of say hey I said this but this is how I meant by that mm-hmm. you know what I mean so it's like that's what I was saying before when you get that chance right away let it be known right then and there yeah it's gonna be times where you'll forget or like you know what I mean but like I'm big on that I'm big on it because media and and people they just like to take what you say and run with it whether if it's locally you know in a celebrity eye and watch the train wreck right it don't matter it don't matter it don't matter bro it don't matter that, that depends on if you actually care too yeah like yeah, if you yeah. actually care a lot, they, yeah, they, a lot of yeah. people just don't give a fuck they just be like i'm here for i'm here for the headline I'm yeah oh oh y'all got me oh i'm here for the fight yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, no, a yeah. lot of that, con- a lot yeah, of that kanye shit was they were literally just there to wait for him to say something that didn't, yeah. didn't fit the mold so they could run with it. Mm-hmm. Right. Whereas, like, what I was talking about with, with Nelson, like, how there's two different types of people. Like, okay, Kanye West is, as you know, very creative. You can't expect that nigga to just answer yeah. mind-bending questions on the spot. Like, he's going to have to think about it. You know yes. what I mean? Like, yes. But they were literally just, like, waiting. Like, okay, uh, slavery is, like, whatever you say, like, we're just going to wait until you say something that sounds stupid. We can run with <laughs> Right, and then they go. With that can that. be taken out of context. Mm-hmm. I think. I think what it comes down to that too is like some people forget the power of silence. Like you don't gotta yeah. answer every question these people to be asking. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> like I, I shared some shit today. Is yes. Like, you know, silence is golden, bro. Like mm-hmm. you don't. You can say a lot more by not, by saying, not saying anything. At all. Like, yo, French. Do you think you're better than? You think you would take Kendrick in the battle? Like, don't even respond just, to that. Just look at him like. I'm I'm confident. I love my catalog. Right. <laughs> right. I love my catalog. My catalog is. Oh, amazing. now was that question asked him, or he just bring that up? Now I think I thought know. he just brought that up, right? Yeah, it was. He just, just decided to be like, "Yo, I can take yeah. Kendrick." Well, no, but no, I thought they asked him. It, it, it don't. It don't matter. Like, oh, I, well, I didn't know he just came out. So I thought yeah. someone well, asked well, him. Well, that's what I originally it was, thought. No, it, had, it was a conversation that they were talking about with catalogs, and then he meant he mentioned K dot. Mm-hmm. He mentioned as K dot so being one of those. This? What Twitter was it? Twitter was he getting interviewed or something? I don't remember. I just saw like a clip video. Of I think it. it was Twitter. I, it might have been. It had. Well, he said it on Twitter. I think like this whole thing stemmed from Twitter. No, he definitely said it. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, no, I, I know it. that for a fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was a video. Like it was. Oh, like it was a video. 
Um, but I saw it on Twitter. Mm. Um, and it, it was, you know, this is, it was the title of it was like, this is where all that came from, whatever. And he was just mentioning how people of that caliber, he just so happened to mention mm-hmm. K Dot, you know, because obviously he's, you know, one of the best. <laughs> um, he was just saying, like, against even one of them, like, I'm confident against them type thing. So it's like, I don't know. And then at Thug doing what he did, I'm a huge, <laughs> I love Thug and French. So, and for two different reasons, like, for two different time zones, like, mm-hmm. French, he was our young, young stages where, you know what I mean? Like the root. And then Thug came in, you know, kind of late to teenage years and we grew to love him too. Um, but it's just, it's sad. It's sad that people got to, got to, you know, tip or tap like that. It's like, yo, like, it don't have to be like that. Like you said, like, when is standing up for yourself and being, you know, being proud for yourself whack? Like that's, I don't know. That, it's so Whoa. stupid to me. Whoa. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's not hurting, Frank. It's only bringing people. No, it's to, not it's only bringing people to talk about publicity. Yeah. Do you, do you think? Do you think uh, French compromised his his sound to like kind of be like more mainstream? And, like, I mean, that last album, he definitely had a lot of poppy stuff on there. For well, sure. it's definitely not. None of his material has been Mac with the cheese. But yeah, not even. But that's French. like you know, what I mean, he's he's with Diddy's getting big money now, so I can't understand him like transitioning. Yeah, yeah. he's not always gonna, just gonna be making you know smack DVD street shit. Right. Um, <laughs> so, I, so I mean, I respect you know, what I mean, I respect the evolution. Yeah. yeah. I will say though that older French for me is my favorite. Facts. Uh, I think I'm asking because it's like I'm thinking of the, the whole conversation about being able to be marketable. Because like when French, like everybody knew French was going crazy with the magazine, she all his big tapes. Coke and Boys. Then, uh, what was that first? What was that, that first? Was Paranoid. Was Paranoid the first album? Album? Um, no, it was Excuse My Friend. Excuse My Excuse friend. My Friend. And, and that that about that knowledge on there, or was that? Mm, I'm a child. That was on there. Okay. Yeah. Cause so I'm just thinking like I know that's when he kind of I don't say he crossed over but like that was his major label mm-hmm. debut that was his kind of like intro to the music to the I don't say intro to the music industry I'll I say yeah the industry the industry itself so it's like what was that drink called uh, excuse my French yeah. was his first one okay yeah so it's like I'm just thinking like from that point cause that that tape was hard but everything after that kind of like I feel like it's been downhill outside of outside of what uh, unforgettable. I was about to you say. See, this is the thing. I didn't really like this album. You see my friend. See my yeah, friend. bro. This young got mad features, and a lot of the songs on here. I'm not gonna say I didn't like the album. I thought. What's the word I'm looking for? Well, put it like this. A lot of the songs on here was on Mac and Cheese 3, I believe. Mm. So he got like... Yeah, because Pop That was came out a while ago before mm. he released this project. Yeah, he got Ocho Cinco on here, which was on Mac and Cheese 3. <laughs> yeah. He got <laughs> some old tracks on here that was on Mac and Cheese 3. But I didn't really care for this album. Because I think he had put out a mixtape prior to it that was like the old French, which was, that was some higher street shit. Actually, I think it was Mac and Cheese 3, yeah. yeah. Mac and Cheese 3 came out 2012, and then this one came out after. So, yeah, Damn. coming off of Mac and Cheese 3, bro, I was not feeling, please excuse my French. I yeah. think that might have been the point where I was like, we might have lost him. <laughs> yeah. And I think I think that's that plays a big part. So it's like, he's sacrificing his core audience to be more, quote-unquote, marketable. Like let me make these let me make these club cool. songs. Let me try to make these let me let me try to make this sound. You know what I mean? Versus not nah, let me just make good music. Right. 
And I feel like that's that's why we see his situation with the the decline. Like we, yeah, I mean, but like we said, that bag comes into play, bro. That check comes into play, and, and they, he was they, signing a bad boy too. Yeah, so this so that definitely plays a part. Right, and they they're all about hits. <laughs> bad boy is all about hits, bro. Well, they're big on it. Um, but. Bro, he saw that bag. He's probably just like, fuck it. <laughs> so literally, I he, think yeah. too. Though I think too. I don't know. Like, just from like watching music for so long, like some, like you just always notice when an artist is like on a run, and then when I don't know, there's a label get involved, bro. It's, I don't know, it's, but it's all, but it's all about like the energy. So like, for example, like Wayne when he had all that energy coming up with all the mixtapes, like that energy, you could feel that. You know what I mean? Like that, that run. But it's like. I mean, we see Drake continue his fucking run. Yeah. And doesn't look like it's stopping, but it's just like certain artists, man, they just, I don't know, maybe like you said, they get that money and Bro, they it's, just... And they see, it's, it's, they see the well-being that they can have personally for their family, for whoever they need to take care of. And... I'm not. I'm, I mean, I don't. I'm not saying that that's the case with him, but I know with a lot of people that that is the case for them, and it's a logical. You have to respect that shit. If that's something that you know you're not gonna do as an artist, cool. State that. Let that be known. But don't you gotta, just. You gotta, you gotta respect that. Like you have to respect. I see, that. my thing. I don't. I, I feel like I don't have to because it comes to a point where it's like if you believe in yourself and you believe in your art, right? Yeah. You create a community around all these people who love your shit, love you. And then you you for 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 a bag of money, yeah. You say I'm gonna ban like I'm gonna just kind of like abandon everything I just did in order to chase the idea of potentially getting something better. But they they but they might view that as evolving. They right. might they might view that as them growing, which so it like, is. It is evolving. I don't think it's in evolving. a sense. I don't think it's evolving when you have to abandon what you truly believe. For yourself, if you if this is what you planned the whole time, then more power to you for sure. Yeah. But if it's like, no, I want to make this kind of music. I love my fans and what I'm doing right now. But then it's like you you can't appreciate them enough to like to truly grow with your fans. So I got a question. Very evolved. Right, so you saying it could be evolving, or I know what you're trying to get at. It could be selling out. Mm-hmm. So it could be one of the two. That definitely just determines on whether you like the music or not or whether you like their new song. Yeah. Because if they're like say they say say French isn't going with the street shit anymore, but he got a whole bunch of anthems pop that play say please excuse me with a whole bunch of pop that's not the same exact song, but those type of hitters. Yeah. You're gonna be like, oh this is hard. I like French's new song. Obviously you like you're more receptive to the street shit because that's what you first know him as. That's what you quote unquote grew up on. Mm-hmm. But if you also like the new music, you're not going to see it as so. No, you probably won't even look at it like that. But if you don't like it, then you'll look at it like that. Right. Yeah. I look at it from, I don't think it's about me liking it. I'm talking about as an artist. Like, what if he's making pop that all those, like, all those things? And they but don't he, like But it. he doesn't like me. Right. Right. You know, you know yeah, what I mean? No, yeah, that, yeah. That's what I'm saying. If and you get to that, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's... that's. Because I, I think of people like Rich Homie Kwan. He dropped the... What's that, what's that shit called? I don't even know. The dance... The dance... The dance hit the dance. Kwan? Ooh. Yeah, hit the Kwan and Woo. He hates... There was his oh, biggest ooh. songs. He hates that? He hates those songs. <laughs> yeah. He said it. Like, he's like, yo, I hated those songs. I was so fucking miserable. <laughs> like, these songs is going up. But I hated everything about it. And his core fan base feel like you abandoned him. 
and then and you abandoned yourself because you you went against the music you wanted to make, and then now you sitting there, she dick in your hand like fuck, like, <laughs> like nah, damn, I gotta go back to ten bands of which feature, and it's like you don't you ain't, you ain't gotta do that, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. it's like I look at you can look at people like Boosie, like Boosie kept it solid. He makes he makes a certain kind of music. He then he never abandoned his core. Yeah, and I want I want to I wanted I wanted to just say for what I was saying. I'm saying if you if you're in a situation to where like I said you have to like a dire situation where you need to help out yourself, your family's in trouble, you got people that you take care of, brothers wise that that need help and you have a potential to make millions to just make something catchy and whatnot, I think you're gonna say, Okay, I'm gonna take this L personally and not be prideful of my own self. Episode two that's that's literally what he he got dog, bro. It's a lot of it's a lot of people who have made that sacrifice that we I say look at a perfect example is like Joe Button that nigga held out like even with the podcast game like they were offering they were at millions on the table mm-hmm. He he's looking at an empty bank account and he's like no I know my worth I'll wait yeah that's that takes a different level of balls yeah <laughs> like, balls, but like yo you really gotta you really gotta and that's what we talk about like and trusting. like that's just a different level because he also has people that like are part of the podcast that he's also employing. So you got Maul, Roar, you got Pirates, you got Erickson doing the camera, Savon doing this. Like all of them Families. are part of his production staff, but like are are his employees. So if the podcast gets it back, they gonna get it back too. Yeah. If the podcast don't get it back, guess what? They not eating either. Yo, put a million on so the that's table. just a whole put another a million on the table and not just the people around you, but your ribs is touching. You hungry? And you being able to say no, I I believe in my. No, nah, I think it affects you more if the people around your ribs are touching than yours. I definitely think it. Well, it also depends on what type of person you are. I was just about me to say personally, that, yeah. right? And me and me seeing how Joe is and like just knowing from what he talks about, his team ribs touching will definitely affect him more than his touching. Oh yeah, it should. It should. Yeah. Like you, I'm, 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 I'm not. The I'm fuck? not. I'm not the fully believe. Like I, like if I'm trying to think of like if. If everybody around me eating and I'm not eating, I'm, I'm, I'm then you in the wrong circle because they should be right, helping you eat or right. providing you <laughs> yeah, with a place to where you can't now get your own shit to eat. Right. Yeah. I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking it away because like even if, if it's I was, that that yeah, yeah even if I was like even if I'm eating and my team wasn't I I would still feel I would feel away I would still feel like I would feel better being being hungry and my everybody around me eating versus. Me being full and I'm about to watch it. I feel like that's just being. I feel like you pretty much just said what I said, bro. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, I'm just trying to like, like make it make sense in my head. Yeah, because it's an extra level of pressure on you when you also have other people that you got to feed, like Dave was saying. And like you use Joe as an example. So I was just putting in place the people who are on his team for the example. So we were saying the same thing. Yeah, man, I don't got. Y'all got anything else y'all want to talk about? I don't have anything. I'm about to say we we hit pretty much everything. I'm trying to think. Shout out Yay for hitting that 3.3 billion. That's fucking lit. Yo, so I was reading something that he uh no, I don't even want to say it because I don't really have all the facts, so I'm gonna leave it alone. Did y'all did y'all fuck with the Jordan doc? I only seen part one. I only seen part one. So far, yeah. That shit hurt. I think it's that I'm tired. Some more I have to go back home. They're making it so freaking hard to watch this shit. Yeah. If you don't have yeah. cable, 
Oh, like, yeah. ESPN Plus. They know. If you have that, you can't even watch it on there. I have ESPN Plus. Yeah, hold on. Why not? They're only putting it on a specifically ESPN app. That's the only place. That's some whole shit. So, so you paying, gotta have a cable provider, so yeah, right? So have even if you're paying for ESPN Plus, you still can't watch this shit. That's crazy. Uh, that, I think that's that's gonna be that's gonna be super dope. Uh, I don't even remember. What I'm liking is, man, it's it's educating all these young people who don't know shit about Michael Jordan that he was that freaking boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm interested to see if they're gonna touch on his father. Yeah, the end of the the end of the first three people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the rumor has it though, it was like Yeah, like he owed the mob money during the I heard that theory. I doubt they get into it. Yeah, I doubt it. Yeah, they're not gonna expect because <laughs> he's he's in it. They're not gonna be like, so was your dad killed by a mob? Like, <laughs> because nah. of you, like you're not gonna ask nobody that. <laughs> yeah, right. Like if you want to know about that, just go on YouTube. There's plenty of conspiracy theory videos on it. <laughs> yeah, they give you all the information you need to believe it or not to believe it. Facts. So, episode twenty-two. Shouts out to everybody that's been supporting. We are now on a. Uh, all platform streaming podcasts so DSPs. Spotify Apple Overcast Breaker all that good stuff all of them all of them <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah please um, the playlist the music playlist is now on Spotify as well too so Spotify and Apple updated every Monday yeah um, yeah appreciate everybody that's been supporting man everybody in the comments that's been supporting showing love Everybody has been sharing if you have and just continuing to spread the word, man. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a family member. Facts. Spread that. Spread that word around, man. If you like the content, if you like what you see, like what you hear, spread the word. Nell, Price, anything? Keep subscribing, liking, commenting. Let's go. Show us. Thank you. No label to pop. We out. Peace.